Welcome to Campaign 2023, and appreciate you being here today. This being the audio version, you're going to have to believe me that uh, seated to my left is the managing editor of the Mansfield Record. That would be Amanda Rogers. And just before we get into this, by the way, it, it's, uh, it is great to have a partnership and to do these, uh, the, do these candid interviews uh, with you, and appreciate you being uh, being a part of it. I appreciate you asking me, Steve. This has been this has been a lot of fun. For the people out there listening, if you want to uh, subscribe to the About Mansfield podcast, go to aboutmansfield.com. Right there on the homepage, you can enter your email address, and every time a new episode comes out, uh, you get an email stating. It is uh, happening. How can people subscribe to the Mansfield Record? Go on to mansfieldrecord.com and click on the subscribe button, and you will get a weekly email blast with what's going on in town, and it is free, always free. In the studio today, he is running for uh, city council and uh, no stranger to about Mansfield. He's been on a few times, uh, Brent Newsom and we are going to, uh, Amanda and I, ping pong the questions back and forth, and I will yield to uh, the uh, the managing editor on my left, and uh, Amanda gets to start. Brent, I think everybody in town knows you, knows your wife, knows your children, knows your parents. Um, how long have you lived in Mansfield? Oh, gosh, in totality, it's over 30 years uh, of my life has been spent in Mansfield. Uh, so it's obviously, you know, where I grew up. Uh, we moved here in the early 70s and uh, all the way through most of my high school career. We were gone for a little bit, then moved back this way in, you know, 98. Uh, spent some time even, uh, you know, just being here even when when I wasn't here. When I was in high school, I came back here, ended up going to uh, senior prom locally um, with some friends. Uh, so even though I'd left, I still had a lot of ties. My grandmother was here and so visited all the time. I'm sure I'm not, I'm not the first to ask you this. Uh, why are you running for city council? Well, I still definitely have a lot I feel like we can accomplish. Uh, you know, I, I was on council previously sure. and for a number of years, and I was really excited about some progresses, some progress we started to make in some areas you know, specific to uh, homestead exemptions. We were able to pass the first homestead exemption for the citizens of Mansfield, and that was at you know by the time we were done, it was at ten percent, which I think is a good good start. I still think we have some opportunity to increase that as well as lower. Uh, the actual tax rate, which is more, the tax rate itself is more impactful to our biz, business community than the homestead exemption. But the homestead exemptions uh, really important to our to our citizens and our homeowners. So that's that's a key factor. I think there's also a lot of opportunity that we can do. Uh, you know, from our infrastructure side, I think there's some some definitely some ideas for road maintenance that we haven't looked at uh, that. Uh, will help take care of our existing infrastructure. We can use some some overlays that will allow the businesses that are adjacent to those major thoroughfares, say Broad or Debbie Lane, to incorporate increased tax valuations down the road to help pay for those versus having to go out and issue separate debt. What do you think is the biggest issue facing Mansfield right now? Well, I, I think we all have a pretty good understanding. Growth is a very 
impactful part of what's going on in our town today. It's one of those things that growth itself um, really has a lot of tentacles uh, throughout the city. And, and obviously, the one is people, traffic is one. But you also got to start thinking about you know your future infrastructure needs and your service needs. And those service needs range from making sure they're well adequately, adequately uh, employed for our, our fire, our police, water, sewer, making sure that we have uh, in the budget, in the planning uh, for our future needs for fire stations and the southern sector, east, western sector of our town, uh, the um, all the way down to water, sewer, lift stations, uh, everything sort of goes south. So we'll have to think about lift stations in the southern sector of our town to continue to be able to move uh, wastewater and everybody doesn't. Nobody wants that sitting around for sure. <laughs> so, uh, so their growth is, you know, it's exciting. It, it allows for a lot of new, uh, new investment in the community, especially on the entertainment piece, on the medical corridor. So it, it's an exciting time for the city of Mansfield, and, and I'm excited that uh, we are moving in that direction. But it's also uh, making sure that when that growth is occurring, that you are thinking critically about what is going to arise, uh, what we're going to need to plan for, and, and what our our needs are going to be in the future. And think of it, you know, from a big picture perspective, and try not always to get into the weeds of all the, you know, of some of the details, but from a council's perspective, you know, being a board of directors, giving, tasking your city manager with, okay, this is our objective. This is what we need to get done. Go get it done and have those expectations. With growth, obviously comes traffic. Sure. And that seems to be one of really only just a few hot buttons here in town, but how, how do you, how do you control traffic? Uh, as the city grows, well, you're obviously going to control it. I mean, you can't prevent it from happening. To uh, as far as uh, with an influx of people, there's just going to be more people. Now, what are you going to do about it right. uh, when when it comes? Uh, one, I think we have some. I there's some ideas and some opportunities to help mitigate those those issues, and not even necessarily expanding road widths for the sake of expanding road widths, widths, but uh, looking to address intersection issues, I think, can be a really impactful piece to managing traffic where you're looking at either extending or um, expanding staging lanes uh, to where when you're moving traffic to an intersection, because that's where it bottle, tends to bottleneck and back up is when, you know, at intersection. So if you're able to uh, stage more cars at an intersection, that'll allow the traffic to flow, flow more smoothly. On In conjunction with that, making sure that we have the technology in place uh, with regards to, you know, signal lights and, and allowing those uh, signals to coordinate with the amount of traffic depending on the time of day as well. Mm -hmm. So, because uh, that can change. I mean, all signal lights have the ability, you can time them, but sure. you you need the technology in place to allow that to adjust um, based on whatever is occurring at the time. There has been a lot of talk about um, mixed-use facilities, apartments. Um, some people are all for them. Some people are vehemently against them. Um, in his State of the City address, um, City Manager Joe Smolinski mentioned that mixed use was probably the way of the future because it took 
less impact on infrastructure. We don't have to build as many roads if we have a mixed-use facility as opposed to 100 houses. What is your feeling about that? Well, I think mixed-use facilities are often very attractive uh, based on, you know, depending on what the developer's plans may or may not be. Now, I think there's definitely, you know, a place for them. Uh, The component to those that most people don't have an affinity for is the multifamily piece. I mean, they, they love everything else that goes with it. They, they like the green space. They like the, uh, the restaurants or the entertainment piece of it. Um, But I, Often, you know, developers of that nature look for a, you know, a audience that is, you know, confined to that space to help uh, to help make their project as a whole attractive to one, those entertainment uh, industry businesses that want to locate there. So based on the project, and I I can't say I'm I'm always for it or I'm always against it, I, I think that. I don't, well, I don't think, I know, you have to be able to look at each project independently and let it be supportive, supportive on the merits. And that's, that's really the key whenever you're looking at any project that's, you know, that's coming before council is, you know, thinking of it, you know, having a critical mindset that you have a goal for your city in place and does this meet those goals? And if it does, then and that works, you know, in that area, then if it, if it doesn't, you know, in that particular area, depending on what the de- development goals are for that, uh, that zone, then, then maybe you look at another project. I think Mansfield, you know, is at a point in our life that we have the ability to be extremely selective in what we, what we do here and looking at, uh, each project in, with, with that set of lens, those set of lenses, that, that gives us a very unique opportunity to, you know, go out and attract what we want to attract. Sure. Let's get back to traffic. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you have traffic problems today. Well, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> she's, she's got her questions. I've got mine. So, right. uh, uh, I've asked this of the other candidates that are running for council. That, uh, is it time that maybe – Mansfield enacts uh, or or, or uh, puts puts a mass transit or maybe even a smaller type of transit in in place where um, the example I've given in the past is maybe uh, a collaboration with Midlothian, uh, Mansfield, and, and Arlington. So you've got uh, maybe a, a bus system that going between the the cities. So if I work at UTA and I live in Midlothian, I can, I, instead of having to drive, oh my gosh, I can actually read a book and, and have someone drive for me. Read the paper read or the, listen to a podcast. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I know they're working on their issues, you know, uh, from the city of Mansfield's perspective, I'm not sure. And I don't anticipating us being there to where we're to a need of a true full-on transit system. Now, that being said, we do need some help in being able to get our senior citizens and our elderly around town um, to, whether it's a doctor's appointment, grocery store, whatever whatever that looks like for them, because I don't believe that uh, what's in place now, whether it's, a, you know, 
Uber or Lyft or whatever those, I don't think those function enough to where the, it's just the cost is often prohibited depending on, you know, that particular individual's needs and uh, often the, you know, the locations where they are, they'll have limited availability of transit. Uh, so I think there's some opportunities for us to partner with, a, whether it's Trinity Well Rail or whether it's a... Uh, Via, I think there's some opportunities there for the city to uh, incorporate uh, and use that in a way that really benefits, you know, some of our older citizens that have that that much of a need for that. I'm done with traffic. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Okay. Um, and he doesn't live that far from here. Um, so stipends. Um, recently, it came out that in the 22-23 uh, um, budget, city budget, that the city council uh, was given stipends, $1,000 a month. What are your feelings about stipends for council members? Uh, not necessarily opposed to them. I, I was not a fan of the way it happened, to be honest with you. I, it, it, I don't feel like it was done in the most... Everybody likes like the word transparency. I don't think it's done the most transparent way. Yeah. Uh, it's not a large item in the budget. I mean, you, if you're, you know, $84,000 on an annual basis, that's not a significant piece of a multi-million dollar budget. However, something that's much of a, a, a change in policy and direction uh, for the city uh, something of that nature sh uh, should have been a separate line item on an agenda uh, to make sure that everybody that was aware that it was taking place. Two candidates, uh, only one can win. One has uh, served on the council in the past, that being you. The other one has not. What makes you the better candidate? Well, I think this this particular election is a unique unique election. It's a one year term. Ultimately. Right, it's a special election. It's a special election. So there's one year remaining uh, on the existing term, and I, in one for sure, I think my experience sets myself apart. I I don't have any doubts that day one I can step in and have a very strong working knowledge of what's going on. I also think my ability to think um, not only critically but in a larger um, scale to where, okay, what, what's the big picture? I think that's also very Im important. Uh, you know, that, that I still have new ideas as well as, you know, some old ideas that I think there's some things that we can accomplish. And I, and I know that experience and ideas that we've had in the past that have, that have worked, uh, that one started the homestead exemption two the things that we started moving and putting in place, save the city tens of millions of dollars, on cost that is now that we are now the city reaping the benefits of. So I think having that knowledge and knowing what questions and how to ask the right questions mm -hmm. when projects or you know whatever it is that's coming before the council because that's that's a big piece. I mean not not necessarily there in, in listening to what's going on and and being able to um, be a team player and being on board with what's going on. You also really need to have the capacity to ask the right type of questions to know where the speed bumps may be to get back to your traffic issue. <laughs> <laughs> you boys have really, how long did it take y'all to get here today? Um, I have a question about um, campaign donations. 
Sure. Um, do you intend to to self fund, or do you intend to take um, donations? Do you intend to take donations from any PAC? I've set well. I've loaned myself money. I still have a, a balance on the loan dollars from my, from the past. But yes, I I will. I self fund. I've taken donations. I continue to take donations. Uh, in the past, uh, I've taken support from PACs. Uh, not any money directly from a PAC, but they have PACs in the past have helped support my campaign. Uh, so I, if that comes my way, I, you know, I'll evaluate it. I mean, PACs all the way down to the Arlington Board of Realtors. I mean, they're a PAC as well. They, they've donated my campaigns in the past and mm-hmm. um, I'll appreciate their support and appreciate the dollars because they helped to pay for signs. <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, like it or not, sometimes that's that's the nature of you know being in politics. The, the key factor is what what does that mean? And when I've at least in, for me personally, there's not been a pack that I've ever taken money from or support from, or even individuals, to that matter of fact, that have expected me to give them favor. And th- I, that's the key. Um, from a candidate's perspective, just making sure that once that once those once somebody has agreed to donate to your campaign in whatever form that is, that they have an they they're supporting you, sure, and that that's you know your support, and they should not expect any preferential treatment you know, based on those dollars. And uh, I think, unfortunately, sometimes nowadays, depending on you know certain goals. Uh, some candidates find themselves listening to certain, to certain, uh, packs and or, or groups. And, uh, I think that takes away from that individual or the candidate's ability, you know, to make a, de- a good informed decision. Um, because one, you're making an informed decision for the entirety of the city. Uh, Let's talk about downtown. Um, thriving? Is it just getting along? If uh, what would you like to see in the way of uh, of expansion or renovation, and or should we just keep it as it is? Sure. Uh, you know, downtown. <laughs> it's funny. I I think back to when I was a kid growing up and. Back even when Roy's was across the street on the other side, near where Doctor Smith's office is, and you know he just had two chairs when Roy was cutting hair. Yeah. So, uh, so I, I've seen you know the changes throughout the years when it was you know vibrant, where there was dead, completely nothing going on, and even and, and today when there you know there's a lot going on. It's, it's even every single time I drive through downtown, uh, you know the parking lot next to. Um, to me hands and in, in that area is seems to be packed all the time now, which I think is a great thing. Uh, I think there is definitely some opportunities to continue to improve our downtown. Uh, does we still need to figure out some traffic mitigation issues? Um, because one, you know, a number of years ago we were, when I was on council, we, we, finally got to the point where the city took back control over that section of road roadway right. because at one point it was part of business 287 and mm-hmm. and now it's part of the city which I think was it was a very important decision uh, that means we didn't have to ask permission to have a, a parade yeah. whether it's a pickle parade <laughs> or Christmas parade or whatever we didn't have to ask permission we could just go do it 
So decisions like that are that are important. I think uh, when we started looking at uh, different types of zoning for downtown specifically, I think that's that's always important as well because when you want to keep the nature of uh, your historic areas uh, as far as the the features of homes, because you know you know been fortunate to travel to some very old you know towns in my in my life and for example i think of boston there's a lot of old buildings there that have restaurants in them that probably aren't the most ada friendly <laughs> yeah <laughs> they aren't always the most oh my knee hurts friendly either so they're not gonna uh, meet code yeah. no <laughs> no they don't meet code so you, you have you want to be able to take um, that into account when you're when you're looking to develop and, and or redevelop uh you know, you know your hometown or your, or your historical or older parts of your city. So, so those types of things are important. I think there's definitely some other things that that we can do. Um, I, I would, I like to see, you know, some more. And I don't know this is a terrible, maybe not a terrible thing to say, but it's a little bit ambiguous. But a lot more trees in our downtown area. And I think, and I think mm-hmm. that. M- ultimately makes it to where it's an attractive place to be year round. Uh, you, you know, you're providing, you know, shade and cover from the heat during the, during the summer months and allows, uh, allows you to have the ability to walk, you know, to the businesses that are operating downtown. And I think that having a vibrant downtown scene that has you know, many, many different, uh, you know, pieces for people to attend, whether it's restaurants or clothing stores or, or whatever the, whatever the, um, business is, you know, we just, you know, programming wise, it'll, it'll be something that's not just a nine to five type of a, of a business businesses that, uh, extend the life of of your downtown as far as the hours of operation. 20 minutes goes pretty fast. And with the final question, Amanda, and then we'll open it up to a, a closing statement. Sure. You basically have grown up here. What is the best thing about Mansfield? Mansfield, even though it is continued to grow. When when we first moved here, there's maybe 7,000 people in Mansfield. Hmm. And now there's 80,000. That build out your projections, depending on density, 125, 135, if you're counting your, ET, your extraterritorial jurisdiction or your ETJ. Mansfield still feels like a small town community, and you you have no idea how important that is, especially from my perspective, because one, you know, I grew up here, my family's here, my daughter's graduated from school here, one of my daughters is, I'm hoping to come back in a, you know, somewhere down the road. My youngest daughter is moving back after she graduates from college, she's going to have a house here, and, you know, we're going to be you know, grandparents. And so we have that generational history of the town that you grew up in is, is fun. And we need to make sure that we continue to find ways to, to make that happen and to where it's feasible for, for everybody. Running for Mansfield City Council place three, it is a special election, is Brent Newsom. Uh, do you have uh, a final statement? Do you have a website or how people can 
get more information about Brent? Sure, sure. The best way to actually reach me directly for information, I mean, I have my Facebook pages, uh, uh, News from Fort Mansfield, but then uh, emailing me directly if you have questions or if there's something you need uh, you know, need to ask me about, uh, which is Newsom, it's an E-W-S-O-M, the number four at gmail.com. So that's the best way to reach me directly. Uh I'm excited to, you know, to get back in into this. I, I think there's a lot uh, that I have to continue to offer the city of Mansfield. Uh, it's one of the, it's one of those things that, you know, being, you know, a servant, whether it's at the council level, you know, in my local Rotary Club or the Veterans Foundation or Chamber of Commerce Board, whatever those, whatever those areas of service are, uh, I'm excited to to continue that. Uh, Mansfield is, you know, a great place, and uh, I I want to help continue to focus that on uh, focus that future development. Early voting starts April 24th. The election day is Saturday, uh, May 6th, and running again for the uh, the the place three. Did yeah. I get everything right? Yes, you're yes. looking at me like yes. No, no. I'm just I'm thi- I'm thinking I'm in such a bind on May 6th because it's actually my daughter's college graduation. Brent Newsom, uh, safe travels on May 6th, and uh, best you. of luck. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. I appreciate the time.